Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet. I'm your host, Wayne Lou. Joined once again a few hours later in the day by uh, producer and co-host Alex Wong. Yesterday we went through pretty much the Raptors free agency period. I mean, I did that on uh, Tuesday as well with Blake, who I'm going to be seeing in a few hours here. Um, so I think the focus today, um, Alex planned for us to talk about the rest of the league in terms of how free agency will shape up. So Alex, how you doing? Yeah, what's good, man? Um, you know, you seem thrilled to be doing this. Um, you know, oh, I think, sorry, sorry. More uh, enthusiasm. Uh, uh, no, I think you know. I think you know. Free agency is starting on 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 Friday, which will be yeah. tomorrow at, at six p.m. So, um, are are you excited about that? Are you excited for the official signings to to start trickling in at six p.m. tomorrow night? I'm always excited, man. It's it's a. Uh, mm. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those times where you're just like kind of like chained to the computer in a way you know and you're just mm-hmm. like looking at the timeline and refreshing it and then every single deal that comes down there's like an immediate like this is a great deal this is a terrible deal so um i feel it's almost like one of those like only days in the nba calendar where it feels like not a, not a holiday but sort of like a, a day where you gather i suppose those are all holidays but um yeah like it's it's genuine like a big day for nba fans so I, I will definitely be spending friday evening just uh looking at my computer which used just to be my job full time which um i suppose is not too different from what i do currently but there was a time where it was like you know when i was at the score and the job was news aggregation which was like what you wait for any bit of news or you sort of look through a, a whole bunch of articles and you find little news tidbits and then you write about them and you you repurpose um and you repackage, which is obviously very common. Everyone knows what aggregation is now. But um, yeah, we used to like, you know, Cash used to organize like team dinners and we would get, uh, you know, food delivered to the office. And then we would just have like seven people sitting in a room waiting for 6 p.m. to hit. And then we would just like quickly pass off these like little fiery bits of news and, and just kind of do that for like eight hours. So I feel like that's like embedded into how I would cover this. So I feel like I'm taking the same approach. Yeah, I do appreciate them moving the time up now because, um, you know... Oh, yeah, 12.01 was terrible for this. We used to have to work till like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. kind of thing. Yeah, old heads used to remember. It used to start at midnight. And plus, the air quality looks like it's pretty poor the rest of the week. So everybody oh. should just also stay inside and just refresh your computer. I think this is the first time we're going to tell everyone to not go outside and have a life tomorrow, you know? You got you to gotta appreciate that free agency when it hits at 6 p.m. I was going to go outside and shoot hoops yesterday, and uh, no, no, it just wasn't, like, I don't know, man. Scooting home, I felt like I had to, like, do, fa- I had to, like, wash my face when I got home just to wash soot off my face. I feel like I'm in a Charles Dickens novel right now, so. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know what that yeah. means. Um, so the fires are terrible, man. Shouts to the Grapevine fires by, uh, oh, by Death Cab. By the cab, feels- the, only, the only cab we acknowledge, yeah, the only cab service that we acknowledge Yeah, on this uh, program. Yeah. That song not only is a banger, but it, it definitely hits at this time. Yeah, I might got to bump that today. Anyways, uh, Mark Stein released a new um, post on his Substack this morning. Everybody should subscribe. Shouts to Steiny Mo. And he said, quote, It has reached the point when I speak to various teams that it would be a legitimate league-wide surprise now if Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks don't strike verbal agreements to join the Houston Rockets by Friday night. He went on to confirm that the offer that the Rockets are expected to give to Fred is the two years, 86, 83.6 million um, that uh, we had talked about yesterday. So uh, there's the update on on Fred. I know we talked about the Fred to Houston possibility extensively yesterday. Mm -hmm. So here's the update on Fred. 
Yeah, you know what? I would be. What would I say? Like Fred wouldn't even give the Raptors a conversation. You know what I mean? Like six hundred one is like it's a done deal. Like uh, the Memphis Grizzlies are definitely moving off of Dylan Brooks. They've already got his replacement in with Marcus Smart. Um, so him signing a six hundred one for whatever amount of money with Houston would make sense to me. You know what I mean? Like there's no conversation going back to Memphis. Um, with Fred, like you, if it's a six Oh one kind of thing, that means there's not even a conversation like Masai and Bobby don't even get to sit down and propose something. I mean, I, obviously there's like lots of proposals going through back channels right now, but you're not even going to go through the formal free agency process. That would be, I mean, look, listen, it, the money is so big that it's like, unless the Raptors come anywhere close to it, um, it's, it's, it's so much bigger. Like, it's like the Rockets are basically offering like 10 more than the Raptors. So maybe there's not much of a conversation if the Raptors aren't coming close to that number. And I don't think the Raptors should come close to that number, but like, you're, you're not even gonna have a conversation. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of momentum now towards him. Mm going to houston i don't know how i feel about just <laughs> fred and dylan brooks i mean you know i respect i respect fred's game i guess i respect dylan's game as well um as a defensive player but yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of shifting with you now how we talked about yesterday like if i'm a houston rockets fan you know armed with this like 60 million dollars in cap space and this is what i'm bringing back i don't know how excited i am that that i'm bringing in a fred and dylan brooks backcourt but I'm just, I, look, listen, I'm, I've already played my cards on the table extensively yesterday in the sense that, again, I don't mind if Fred moves on, but I want something back in return and you don't get anything back in return, which is why I'm rooting against this from Houston. But also at the same time, it's just like, yeah, imagine that Jersey unveiling, you know, it's going to remind me of like, remember when the Nets were going after LeBron and, and there was the, the summer of 2010, like the Nets were in it, the Knicks were in it, obviously the Heat won it. Maybe there's one more team I feel, I'm for, I feel like I'm forgetting, but yeah, then the Nets pivoted away to signing like Jordan Farmer, Johan Petro, Anthony Morrow. Oh, Morrow. no. And Not Johan Petro, man. Another basketball and- reference player wasted in conversation. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Jordan Farmer would have been sick too. but um, And I'm not saying that Fred and, and Dylan are, are on that level. I'm just mean like in terms of like you spend a lot of money and you go to the free agency like press conference and that's what you end up showing up with. It's it's tough, man. And, and that's from someone who likes Fred, man. But damn, Fred at $40 million is going to be a... It's going to be interesting. But I, I did hear, like, look, listen, I, I understand, especially processing it more the last, like, you know, 12 hours or so, just looking at it and thinking about it. And it's like, yeah, I mean, apparently Houston needs to reach the salary cap floor. And so, you know, you got to spend at least 90% of the cap. And obviously there there's nothing on that team except for rookie-scale contracts now, um, especially now that they've <laughs> they finally freed Eric Gordon. Eric no, Gordon no, 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 like a, no. Here's the thing. Here's what I was going to oh. say. So the Clippers didn't. They didn't guarantee Eric Gordon's contract. Uh, oh, support okay. it yesterday for twenty twenty one million. I think it saves them like one hundred and ten million in luxury tax. Cause, oh, cause... I thought, wait, well, I thought the Clippers were going to spend forever. Like, I, I, w- w- what's going on now? They're backing off. No, I think I think they realize that uh, Kawhi only plays twenty three games a year, and only one of them is in the playoffs. And, mm. and no, because that second that second apron is creeping up, man. I, I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't think Steve Ballmer is trying to see that second apron, but Eric uh, gotcha. Gordon going to be a free agent and. Um, you know, no better place. You know, I think it's time for a homecoming. You know, he's he's been away from Houston for I believe three months since mm. the trade deadline. Um, they should get Eric Gordon too, man. If they got money left, you know, give him like ten million, fifteen. I don't know. 
Here's my prediction of the offseason, now that we're covering the whole league. Yes. Um, Eric Gordon's going to join whichever team James Harden's on. Oh, okay. So you think it's like get the gang back together type vibe. Yeah, it's either like he's going to Philadelphia on a discount or he's going to Houston with James. Huh, okay. Which okay, technically okay. is not ruled out, but I mean, realistically, it sounds like there's no noise in that direction. Yeah, so. no, no, I like that. No, but sticking yeah. to Fred, I, I get what you're saying. And I was, you know, we were talking yesterday about Fred, some of Fred's like frustration towards the end of the season that I don't know if anybody, too many people picked up on because it was at our favorite site, heavy.com. Mm. Uh, Steve Bullpit had a conversation. So here are some quotes that that Fred told uh, Heavy.com. This was um, the last week of the regular season when they were trailing 61-29 to in Boston. Um, and these might be quotes that he might be saying in Houston if he signs there in two years. He said, quote, I've been screaming it for two years in reference to his teammates, whether they fully grasp what they have and what they could be accomplishing. And he said, quote, I think that at a certain point, you can't make anybody grow up. It's going to happen at their own pace and their own speed. That's the frustrating part about maturity and just the development stage is that you can harp on it all you want to. The only real teacher is experience. And sometimes you have to learn lessons the hard way. So... I mean, that's that's what he's going to be, you know, tasked with in, in Houston, right? Like, Well, hold on. The rest of the quote is, I think, instructive, too. He did say, uh, I did think that a lot of these guys will be in great <laughs> situations going forward. But even myself, there are a lot of things I had to go through as a young player to become mm. the player I am. That's true for everybody. You just got to uh, go through it to get through it. Which, I mean, like, listen, I, I, I do think that um, you, you would have to be, like, not very online in terms of the Raptor space to have seen all these like um, theories about uh, Fred pointing fingers at the the young guys or Fred sort of scapegoating other guys. Um, I think that uh, I, I I mean I don't know my my sense with this is just like th- there might just be genuine frustration. Like I think everyone's sort of like how dare Fred do this? And it's like what if what is Fred's actually right about the young guys? You know what I mean? And so and I don't actually see anything inflammatory about this, but. Um, I could definitely see why someone shooting 39% and saying this would, would uh, open up more of a criticism versus like Kawhi Leonard winning finals MVP saying this. Everyone would just be like, yeah, yeah I agree with whatever Kawhi saying. Yeah, the young guys are the problem. They'll be like, wow, like, two paragraph quote from Kawhi? What's going well, on? Well, first off, that's never going to happen, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I think that's, that's realistic. And uh, 100% he's saying this like two days into his Houston tenure. But Oh, man. You know. Imagine Kawhi speaking to Steve Volpit of Heavy.com. During the championship <laughs> run. <laughs> no, man. He didn't even know Doug Smith, man. That's crazy. By the way, quick mini basketball reference adjacent game. You mentioned Jordan Farmar and Johan uh-huh. Petro. I have the photo yeah. up of the four free agents. Uh, Ooh, posing yeah, one more. At the practice. Did you name the third one too? Who did you name? Anthony Moore. Right? Okay, yeah. So there is one more. Can you There's name one this player? more? Oh, yeah. my God. I might have to pivot and go to his basketball reference page to give you a hint. Oh, my goodness. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Uh, so it was Jordan Farmer, Johan Petro, Anthony mm-hmm. Morrow, and then there's one more he guy. He started his career with the Portland Jersey. Trailblazers. He played for seven years, uh, starting in 2003, and then went to the Clippers for one year and then signed with the Nets in 2010. So it was a long-time Portland Trailblazer. Long-time Portland Trailblazer. He was drafted 2003 straight out of high school, 23rd overall. What? Ah, oh, man. Did Portland dropped out of high school. It's, uh, Jermaine O'Neal. It's, it's not Jermaine O'Neal. It's so. Travis Outlaw. 
Travis Outlaw. Yeah, that's right. That's a deep that's cut. Right. That's a deep that, cut. That's a sick basketball reference game. Man. Yeah. Um. Just had to squeeze yeah. that in there. By the way, basketball basketball reference literally put out a tweet. I'm not, I'm not saying this has anything to do with us. I'm just saying it's it's funny. Okay. You can't accuse the actual site that we're no, using. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I was just like, oh, this is hilarious mm-hmm. that they put this out. Okay. Where it was like not hilarious in like a haha they stole it way. It's just hilarious in like a what a coincidence way. Mm. Um. They also put out like a guess who this player is, except it was like Tyson Chandler, which is like very easy. Right, it was a silhouette, and then uh, of him, and then it was uh, list, like all his accolades. All his, like, yeah, his accolades. It wasn't like the way we do it, I guess. With her, but it, they do show all his like jersey numbers and the jerseys that he wore. Also, it's Tyson Chandler. Like it's not hard, you know. Dallas Mavericks, New York Knicks, uh, Phoenix. Suns, I don't know. Uh, Some Chicago of those sometimes to it took it, it, it took me a little bit, but you're the one. Houston Rockets. You're the one that got Michael Doliak yesterday, so you know respects yeah. to you. Man. I'm still sick off Kevin Seraphin. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm sick off it too. Man. <laughs> he sounds like a sick like soca artist or oh, something. Man. Man. He sounds like the next pill I need to take if this anxiety continues to take hold. Um, all right, uh, next bit of Raptors news. Yeah. Joe Wieskamp and the Raptors have agreed to push the date for his team option for next season to July mm. 18th. So it gives the team a little bit more wiggle room heading into free agency. Um, love it, love yeah. it. How much money is he even making? Man? I'm not sure. We delayed like a million yeah, dollars. Yeah, I believe payment. it's a million. The Raptors need a lot of wiggle room. So uh-huh. Yeah, they, we wiggling. They need to manage every dollar. Last okay. thing on Fred, too, if he does leave to Houston. And oh, 1.9 for for Joe? Damn. Yeah, damn. No, NBA players are eating good, man. Universal NBA players are eating good. And, I keep forgetting this. And Wieskamp is the reason why my guy Jeff Down Jr. couldn't get a contract at the end of the season. Because wow. he was one of the candidates to get waived. Wow. So, How could they? So, How could they? Um, yeah, one last thing on Fred, too. Like, if he goes to Houston, obviously, they're not going to be a sign-and-trade. Like, do do we blame the front office for not trading Fred at the, at the trade deadline? Because I guess that would be a conversation, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's always uh, fair to explore it. I mean, I think that uh, what was the what were the options at the trade deadline? It didn't feel like it was anything that sexy that they turned down. I remember, uh, I remember um, the name Brandon Boston was yeah, mentioned at Grange one point. Reported that like Brandon Boston and some sort of filler salary maybe coming back, yeah. maybe like Luke Kennard. Actually, I don't think Luke Kennard was even coming back because I think they they traded him to Memphis. Yeah, and um, apparently Milwaukee, sort of Milwaukee had some was, interest, but I don't think they were offering. It, it was too like much. a Grayson Allen, oh, and like right. the a distant villain. first. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you told me, if, would I rather have Grayson Allen in a distant first versus nothing? Which is what what happened if he goes to Houston? Mm-hmm. I'd probably rather have Grayson Allen in a distant first. But um, aside from that, I mean, I don't really know. Like, I, I suppose they could have traded him this past off season, um, but uh, they didn't. Um, and who knows what, what was available in the offseason. I know, I know we were all, like, concocting our little KD trades. Um, you know, I suppose that Fred was not going to be the major piece in that at all, but he could have gone as part of the salary there. So if you really want to go back, you could think about that, maybe. Um, I'm sure there were other offers maybe made in the offseason for Fred uh, around that time because um, he was coming off of a, of a more valuable season. Obviously, he was named All-Star. Finished the year poorly, had injuries, you know, whatever. But um, I think his value was higher last offseason than it was during the trade deadline this year and also higher than what it is now. Um, yeah, obviously they weren't going to trade him at the trade deadline two years ago. He was, like, the team's best-performing player at that point. So, hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's not something there that's, like, entirely too much. I think with the benefit of hindsight, if you knew that Houston was going to spend their James Harden money on Fred Van Vliet, mm. um, yeah, then you would maybe have moved 
for something else. But honestly, like it, it, it seems so wild to me that whole idea that uh, I still refuse to believe it. Even like you know, essentially thirty hours outside of free agency right now, and uh, I'm I'm still in like a wait to see it mode. But you know, maybe I'm just delusional in that sense. But I, I just still think that like common logic should prevail before someone pays the two year max to Fred VanVleet. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, no, it, it is a lot of money, man. But um, all right. Also, like yeah, I'm, 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 I, you know what? If Fred did move on, I actually would kind of look forward to not just like um, not not just like a whatever. But we'll see what happens with point guard, with the point guard position because that'll be such a big point of curiosity. But I would look forward to just like a, maybe a new set of conversations that take place on maybe Raptors discourse. Um, because like yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see who 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 gets like um character assassinated next yeah i feel like um i'm gonna this whole conversation with fred all year has sucked man oh it's very toxic it's very toxic fred and scotty are the two conversations i hated to have all year and whatever (laughs) that's part of the job literally that's the job i'm not saying that like the job is difficult but it it was genuinely my two least favorite combos (laughs) all year you don't understand will was telling me every day because i guess he looks at the youtube chat more frequent than me like the youtube chat would just go on at 2 to 3 p.m and just fight about fred Every, Every single day. day, regardless of what we were talking about, like Bro, we that was in, a separate we, subplot. <laughs> we were in the conference. We were in the conference finals. And people were still every day logging in to be like no, trade Fred. No, we're like drafting finals matchups with James Herbert. Yeah, and people were like Fred shot twenty two percent from this spot from three this season. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, hey, listen, man. All right. Well, listen. I again, my whole thing is if we move on from Fred. Who can we get in as a replacement? And I was even thinking more about the Gabe Vincent idea, and I was like, maybe I'll look more into it. And I'm like, look, listen, I believe there's more with Gabe Vincent's game. I like him. Oh a lot. god, I respect this him. is gonna take me a minute, man. It's not, it's not Kawhi to Stanley Johnson level, um, because it no, will it's never not. be. It, it's come on, it's not. It, it will never be, but like, yeah. it's gonna take me a minute. But like, here's the thing: even if we offered him the full mid level and a starting spot, which I think is 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 enticing, mm-hmm. I don't see why most other teams couldn't match that, if not more. Sure. Yeah, no, you know no, I mean? like, it's not like a guarantee that the Raptors can just give him ten million and he's gonna come here. Like, there's gonna the be full competition. Mid-level is not that competitive for him. Yeah. Like, a, a team could outbid that, and it's not like Gabe Vincent's made a lot of money in his career. I think he's made like Joe Wieskamp money for the first two years or three years. Yeah, so then so. they might have to look via trade too to to see who can they get. Or why wouldn't Miami just retain him? You know what I mean? It's not like Miami doesn't have a long history of retaining their own free agents. So yeah, because because again, like they don't have Raptors don't have a internal option that you're excited about at point guard yeah and and that's where it's like man like for a team like the raptors like the margins are so thin like you you whiff on one draft pick like whatever like teams whiff on what what was malachi drop 29th like people Mm. whiff on the 29th pick all day every day every year you know what i mean yeah but for the raptors you whiff on malachi flynn all of a sudden you now have nothing at the at the point guard position no it's true though it's kind of wild man yeah show some metropolitan Malachi, uh, I see Javon Carter is a free agent, so <laughs> get ready to learn Javon Carter, buddy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh my. No, god. the pickings are slim, man. Really, honestly, mi- really might need D'Angelo Russell to switch out of that UFT jersey into a Raps jersey. Oh god! I mean, he's better than Javon Carter. <laughs> it's tough right now. At least Javon Carter will come with a mismatched shoes, man. <laughs> Who's the worst starting point guard you think the Raptors could trot out on opening uh, night? I don't know, man. I think they're probably on the roster already. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> right, we're, we're gonna have to hear Strizzy introduce Malachi Flynn. Yeah, I don't know. It, like once again, this this is the Darko theory. Like, yo, Darko, go fix Malachi Flynn. Like, turn him into a starting caliber point guard. 
Starting at point guard. <laughs> Representing we the North. State. <laughs> Representing we the North. In for the win. It's point in, guard oh, Malachi no, Flynn. In, in for the win. Oh, no, man. Oh, opening night's oh, going to be I'm tough. I'm sorry, Malachi, man. I'm sorry, bro. I know you came on the show and everything, man, but I don't. Opening. I'm skeptical. I need to see a little bit more, man. I just. He literally came on the show, and oh. I believe like he had hit like two terrible weeks right after. Uh, man, like, I gotta pull up some of my Malachi Flynn questions. I feel like they were they were overly optimistic, but he really did have a nice little stretch. So, can he have that over the course of a whole season? I mean, we're we'll not, have to see. We're not doing this right now. God, let's just no, let's just see what not, happens okay. with Fred, man. Um, All right, well, let's just wait. Plus, we have a free agency oh. special uh, on Monday, 10 a.m. to noon. We'll be live on air and also on Sportsnet 360. So. Hold on, I, I found my Malachi Flynn interview. Is this the questions. media day one or this year? No, no, no. This is this year. Okay. This is this year. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so this is from our Malachi Flynn interview uh, after practice on December 28th, 2022. Oh, is that right after they collapsed to the Grizzlies? Got blown up by the Grizzlies? Uh, <laughs> or did yeah, they rebound so. against the Suns? Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, <laughs> but one of those. One of those. Okay. First question. First off, Malachi, I want to say Merry Christmas. How much of the holidays were you able no. to get a, relax and get away for a bit? Um, P- and then he said, he, like, he, he, couldn't, up. he was like, no, I can't, I couldn't have left the city or something. Like, he didn't have time. Mm. So he like spent Christmas with like, uh, Nathaniel Mitchell, one of the Raptors assistant coaches this year or last year who was let go. Um, so yeah, he went to one of the assistant coaches house for Christmas. Oh, okay. so right away, it's already a home alone situation. I'm already imagining him as, uh, a, a Culkin brother. Yeah. Yeah, not, right. not the and then disgusting I said, one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, first off, why was I asking every, every player this question? Uh, my next question, what have the conversations been like with Nick Nurse of late in regards to your role? And how did you stay ready? You know what I mean? Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great, man. Look, as, as, as we all know, uh, it's been well documented. You know, Malachi and Nick had a had a really great relationship. While, while Ab- absolutely. They were, they were joining the hip. Yeah. Um, next one. Um, Nick used the challenge on you yesterday in the game no, with the Clippers. No, you're scraping. <laughs> How bad was this season, man? We started <laughs> with Nick using a challenge on a player. I said, is that a big deal for players to see who no. the coaches uses their challenge for? And he said, yeah. Oh, he man. said he felt really good that he had Nick's support that day. Oh, no. He had Nick's support. What kind of nightmare season <laughs> did we just go through, man? I said, okay, all right, next question. What's oh the number one God. thing you've been focused on delivering when your name is called? You know, you know? Just, just focus, just yeah. just focusing on, on, you know, I don't know, running the team. I don't know, making the right yeah. play. I said, you, you've been averaging five threes attempted per game in your last six games. Mm. I'm, ask, I'm asking about his three-point attempts <laughs> no, in the last sample, six games. These sample sizes are killing me. But is it the last How six much actual work? games or the six games, last six games he's played over three months? I think it's the last six games. Because he, he was on a stretch there where he was actually getting playing time. He was, yeah. Um, Probably because Masai's like, yo, Nick, please play more than six players. Well, it lasted for, for, for six games, as you, as you see here. But, yeah, how much work have you been putting into your shots since entering the league? And he talked about it. He's like, it's the biggest thing he works on. Said uh, your first season, you were on the Raptors. You know they play with two point guard lineups all the time with Colin Fred, and then completely went away with it last year and only came back around to it very recently with you and Fred. How is playing with another point guard making things easier for you and him? Blah 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 blah. They talked about some stuff. Said your defense has been noticeable as well. You had that super clutch block on Emmanuel quickly. That was Pascal's fifty two point game, by the way. <laughs> oh, I do. Malachi remember. was closing that game. Yeah, I, yeah. I do remember that block. 
the Raptors are known for playing on these big wings, but you have your own skill set and being quick and being able to get around screens. What's your focus on the defensive end? And I was like, do you have a calling card on defense? Mm. I think you struggled to answer that one. Um, I said, coming into the season, what were the expectations communicated to you from the front office and the coaching staff? I don't think he gave a good answer for that. Mm. Um, I said, what's your feeling as a player when you see the front office keep bringing in more guards at your position? Last year was Delano. This year is Jeff Doughton. How do you cope with competition? Um, and the last thing is just, yeah, how, how, how important is it to, you know, that you have a strong family background that uh, can kind of hold you down during the low moments? Man. I don't know. This is a depressing interview, man. And this was during the peak of Malachi season last year. I'm just saying. Like, I that mean, was, it was a... Maybe I could have done a better job as an interviewer. I feel like this wasn't maybe the best. Although, I actually thought Malachi gave me some pretty great answers. Listen, it was, a, it was a tough season, man. But, man, like, oh, like, man, when you go back and look at some of those questions, man, damn. Uh, I'm, looking at free, I'm looking at free agent point guards. How about uh, Dennis Schroeder? Yeah. What about Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> I don't bro? Know, I thought, man. Let's throw 10 mil at him. Uh, well, at least he could drive a little bit. I don't know, man. Patrick Beverly? Yeah. I don't even is he I thought he's isn't he re up in Chicago? I feel like I mean, he's I mean whatever. I feel like if we wanted point. to get Patrick Beverly we could. I mean, no, I don't I'm think just, we need Patrick uh, Beverly. It's 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 tough right now. By the way, you want someone to come in a locker room and yell at everybody? Patrick Beverly would do that. This guy was yelling at Damar and, and Zach Levine and Nick Vucevic, so I'm sure you would have no problem yelling at the young guys. Yeah, it'd be good for the local podcast economy too. I think so. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So. Get, get Patrick Beverly on the pod. Yeah, I think that'd be great. All right, so uh, free agency opening tomorrow, six p.m. Eastern. Mm. Thought I'd just run through all the teams. We don't have to talk about all of them. Um, okay, you know we can kind of stop at, at where we think you know there's interesting storylines. Sure, to sure, talk sure. about. So we're gonna start in the Eastern Conference. I did the teams in order of just their regular season finish. Oh man, I forgot Milwaukee was the number one seed. I feel like we haven't talked about them. In yeah. months after since they got bounced in the first round. They're kind of a boring championship contender. Yeah, so two biggest um, questions for them heading into free agency. Chris Middleton opted out of his $40 million player option, but expectation is he is going to re-sign. Uh, Brooke mm. Lopez, another name that's been linked to the Houston Rockets. Um, mm. Those are the two big free agents, and Giannis is eligible for an extension before the start of next season. Any thoughts on the Milwaukee Bucks? Yeah, I mean, they have a really busy offseason. Um, I think they need to get younger. I think they need to get deeper. Um, I don't really see how they do that with so few assets on their team in terms of tradable players and also future picks and even just young prospects that people have any interest in. Um, they're already on the tail end of their sort of contending run just because the supporting cast is so old. And you kind of have to retain all your talent. Like, there's... No way you're upgrading from Middleton based on what you have currently, but you kind of ha- so you kind of have to sort of retine, uh, resign him. But he had a difficult season coming back from injury, and you know he had some good moments. Like even in the uh, Miami series, he had some good games here or there. But realistically, I think he was already a little bit um, underwhelming as a number two option. And yeah, I mean at his best, I think he can really close games for you, and he, he's a good shot maker and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I, I do wonder sort of how much age and injury have sort of uh, took a toll on him. They're stuck. They have to re-sign him. So uh, I suppose they're getting another contract. It doesn't seem like he's been linked to the Houston Rockets, which might be the only free agent in the whole class that hasn't been linked to the Houston Rockets. So um, I guess he comes back. Brooke Lopez, another guy they need to desperately retain. He's like, what, 35 years old? Like, Brooke Lopez was like going against Andrea Bargnani now and, and, and for a long time, and now he's you know, a vital piece uh, for a championship contender. So he needs to come back. He was coming off a really, really good year where he had a case for defensive player of the year, honestly. He contested, like, the most shots in the league again, which is really impressive. 
Um, and yeah, is, is all of that enough for Giannis to extend? Because if it's not enough for Giannis to extend, and they've already switched coaches from Bud to uh, to our guy Griff. Yeah, shout um, to Griff. Shout to Griff. The Griff story is not that important. I promise no, you, it's no. not important. That it's cab is that cab important. is dead like Death Cab. That's no, that's legit. <laughs> We're death calling cab him for Death cutie. Cab for Cutie from now on. Oh, 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 oh man, <laughs> one cab for Cutie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. Anyway, um, yeah, like you. I don't know. Like, if, if all this isn't enough to... If, if Giannis will resign, if you, given conditions that these guys are brought back, then, of course, you just do it. And there's no problem. And you go over the luxury tax or whatever. But, like, I um, I don't know. Would you sign the extension of your Giannis? Because, for me, I, I would... I would look around. I would wait. You know what I mean? I, think, I would just not sign I would wait and see. I would wait and see. Yeah, I mean, because I'm going to get my money regardless. I, I think, too, like, there's been too many yeah. superstars that have locked themselves into teams. Uh, right. In recent years, um, Kevin Durant... I'm trying to think of other guys, but Durant's the one that comes to mind in Brooklyn. But it's like, if you've got the option um, to to kind of just head to free agency and not lock yourself into the point where you have to request a trade if the roster goes sideways, like I think you should just keep all your options open. Like the yeah. money's gonna be there for him, and I. But he's a super loyal guy too, though. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know how much loyalty is worth. You know, in, in today's economy, but you know, Giannis, Giannis has okay, brother. no, but Giannis has been. That's not like a Kendrick. <laughs> what? Point, yeah, I know, it really did. Um, How much is loyalty worth in today's yeah, economy? Yeah, I don't know. Just I, I don't even know what that means. It sounded kind of hard, but like, yeah, I don't know. Giannis last time, you know, I think there was so much expectation where Bobby Webster, shouts to thirty eight, and the whole crew uh-huh. was balancing their books to the exact number to 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 fit Giannis's uh, number. Oh yeah. If, if well, that was, was part of Fred's deal. Remember, Fred had the the odd the oddity in his deal where the deal started in the middle, right. went down year two. Then went up your three and went up your four. Yeah, like he was yeah. supposed to. Everybody thought he was going to head to free agency. Like teams were lining up to get ready, like Miami mm. as well and other teams. And he surprised everyone by signing the extension. So it would. I mean, he won a championship, so it made yeah complete sense for him. Yeah, but um, but he he signed that before they won the title, though, right? Like it was right after they right after they yep. traded for Drew. So I, yeah. it wouldn't shock me if Giannis took the extension. He's a one player where I'm like, okay. Like maybe Milwaukee is just his place, and he wants to make sure he's locked in, and maybe that helps Milwaukee, like you know, yeah, get players right. there. By the way, the funniest thing about the Bucks, like their their Twitter account's been having this like wallpaper Wednesday, where they've been um, putting out like phone wallpapers of of their uh, players, but instead of like okay. putting out like Giannis or Chris Middleton, like uh, this week it was Joe Ingles, so it's just like a collage of like Joe Ingles. Interesting. And last Interesting. week was Jay Crowder. And everyone was like, who's... <laughs> no, no, so uh, my, my phone wallpaper actually saved it. My phone wallpaper is the Jay Crowder wallpaper. And I think I'm going to keep it for the next little while. Oh, so man. when I open my phone, Boss, I know, man, there's huh? three photos of Jay Crowder. One pointing at the crowd, oh, one fist pumping, okay. and one rising up for three. And I don't know why, every time I open my uh, phone, I, I just can't stop cracking up. <laughs> yo, I'm dying, Because everyone's like, yo, who would want... Who's asking... For a Jay Crowder wallpaper. Anyways, oh man, I'm yo, this guy was really wearing ninety nine like Gretzky. <laughs> uh, anyways, I just DM'd. I just DM'd the screenshot too. But it's like, it's like uh, if a Sixers fan was like, oh, I'm, I would need a fur can cork I need <laughs> like, a shake melt. Yeah, not even not shake. even B ball Paul. Like I'm not giving no B ball Paul is actually but... okay because like that's a player you can stand a little bit, man. Yeah. yeah anyways, it's just the basketball <laughs> instead of Spalding on it, it says Paul on it. Anyways, uh, next team is the Boston Celtics once again. The betting favorite. 
you didn't even mention Thanasis is a free agent too. Oh, okay, yeah, Thanasis is a free agent. Um, what if Giannis is like, yo, give Th- give Chris Middleton's money to Thanasis, and yeah. I'll stay. You know what? I don't know. He could do. He has the chance to do the funniest thing ever, man. I, I need it. Next man. to Jakob Pertle going back to San Antonio. By, which by the way, you catching these? Uh, you catching these analysis clips? No, I'm I actually. I've got. I remember one where he's talking about fighting a bear or something like barehanded. That's the only one I've seen. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, yeah. Sorry, what on, were you saying about Jakob? Uh, no, like Giannis telling them to pay Thanasis forty million. <laughs> Would be the funniest thing next to Jakob Pertle going back to San Antonio, Bro, which I'm secretly Horst, rooting for. If you're John Horst and Giannis comes to the meeting, he's like, "Listen, he, his voice is about extension? to be John Horst." If he <laughs> hears I, I, that, I, I would, I'm gonna need one thing. I'm gonna need one yeah. thing. Like, I'm gonna need one wish, like Ray J. Yeah. And, and the, the wish is that you sign the else. It's like technically, like again, like I don't know why. If you like, how, if if there was no salary cap, how much would you really pay Giannis? I'd pay him like seventy million. Probably like over a hundred, man. But you could only pay him like fifty. Yeah. Of so course. give the twenty to th- Tanasis. It's like the most built-in like. Yeah, you have. What, what, what really? What's the CBA going to do, or what's the <laughs> NBA going to do? What's the player? So like Grant Williams going to come in and be like, mm, I don't know. Seems a little suspicious. Like, no, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Grant Williams. Every time, so obviously the CBA got released. I think finally. Was it yesterday? And then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody online has been posting that image of all the guys in the MBPA. <laughs> and it's like CJ McCollum and Grant Williams in like suits. And I'm like, oh, that's why you guys lost this deal so hard. That's why the Phoenix Suns are bringing in guys from like the 2008 basketball reference game for tryouts. They're like Johan Petro and uh, Jordan Parmar and Anthony Morrow and Travis Outlaw. That'd be a sick yeah, bench right now. eating bone marrow. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's passing the ball to Anthony Morrow. <laughs> Anyways, oh, uh, next man. Weren't team. Weren't they already teammates, I think, at one point? Maybe in Seattle. I don't know, like. man. Um, all right, anyway. next team, Boston Celtics. Once again, the betting favorite to win the championship next season. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, they've already fine. made their big move, which was swapping... Uh, trading Marcus Smart and their teammates and, in OKC. That's what's mm, yeah. and getting Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Um, oh yeah, quick, quickly. What, what were your thoughts on on this trade? You like this for Boston? Uh, I don't really know. Um, hmm. I think they they definitely need a front court depth. I think Grant Williams is walking. Um, and I also think that Al Horford just can't play that many minutes. So and not, neither can Robert Williams. So you have three like. Not injury prone. I would say Al Horford's not injury prone anymore now that he stopped tearing his pack every day. But oh, like, God. Um, I mean, he's just old too, right? Like, <laughs> no, just look it up, bro. There was like a period where Al Horford just kept tearing his pack. No, man, um, what, was, what kind of workouts was he doing? Man? That's what I was asking. What can you do to tear your pack that often? Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you need a front court depth regardless. So you, you got that. You take smart out of the team. It's a big personality you take out of the team. I do wonder like what the new like, you know, structure of the team is going to look like without him on the group. Um, and then I also think he's their best playmaker. So I actually don't know. Like, there's a case where this could really work well. And I think Porzingis is a more productive player on the whole than Marcus. But I think Marcus does so many things, like little glue things that, like, I don't know who's going to step up to do that mantle or who's going to sort of, like, have even that kind of personality to sort of will the team forward. Um, I know that's sort of, like, much more intangible and ethereal, but I do think it's important. Like, you, you, like Marcus Smart was that one guy on the team who was like competing harder than anyone else was even willing to do, and I don't see Chris Tapps coming in and replacing that. Chris Tapps is way more talented though, so, um, 
So that's a TBD for me. But uh, it was interesting at least. And I guess they got what two first round picks out of it too. And, and I think they flipped one four times into some second round picks. I don't know. But right, right, right. Yeah. Great, great work yeah. by uh, Brad Stevens. Of... Are they going to resign Peyton Pritchard now? Because Peyton Pritchard could start for us at point guard next year. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Peyton Pritchard uh, at this mm. point if uh, if Mister Bet on yourself is is joining up with Tillman Fertitta. So mm. starting um, at point guard from the University of Oregon. The f- it's Mr. Mom Spaghetti himself, <laughs> no, Peyton no, Pritchard. No. All right, forget it, man. Yo, Peyton Pritchard, Grady Dick. Lose yourself in no. the pick and roll <laughs> no, mastery. Man. It's Peyton no. Pritchard. <laughs> Peyton Pritchard and, and Grady Dick would be like a combination that we would absolutely oh. hate oh, if they were God. if they were on Boston. But unfortunately, oh. like that's what we're gonna have to be rooting for next season. That's the new oh. Bob Cousy to Larry Bird, even though they never yeah, played I, I, together. I just got. You know, nausea, indigestion. Also, Grady upset Dick, stomach. Grady Dick name checking Larry Bird as as his one of his favorite three point shooters ever definitely mm. checks out, though. For sure, definitely for sure, checks for sure. Out. That's for that's sure. you telling us spending ten minutes yesterday telling me about how important it was for Yao Ming on one leg to hit that shot against Team Bro, USA. Bro, I'm telling you, man, I'm gonna send you that clip, man. No, I've seen it, man. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. You know me. Yeah. You, you know me, and you have the same nationalism. Um, so uh, not 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 quite. I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you on on the intangible stuff. I think Marcus Smart's one of those guys where the Celtics are are not gonna realize how much they miss him until he's gone. Type vibe. Like, and I just that's I, what I'm hoping for. Like Chris Asperzingas. I mean, he put up great numbers in Washington, but like like suddenly now we're getting excited about him joining a contender. I don't know. I, I mean, I he did have really good numbers last year. I mean, that was but a I mean, yeah, he's injury prone. Man. And this guy playing with Anthony Gill, yeah, our '90s R&B singer. Yo, so it's just Anthony Gill, man. I don't I know. Yo, I don't know why watching those watching those back to back that that back to back series in Washington. I just learned every single Washington player, man. That's fair. Kind of troubling. That's fair. Anyways, yeah. Philadelphia. Uh, big question is James Harden whether he's coming back. Uh, momentum is that he is going to come back mm. on a contract. So they're going to pay him the max. Okay, contract yeah. a little bit under the max. Um, and again, they're getting him to take a discount again, huh? An- another another tampering for Daniel <laughs> yeah, so Housing. they can get another house this year. Uh. Um, so, and there's been a lot of talks about uh, whether they're going to trade Tobias Harris, who's on an expiring contract, um, okay. to upgrade the team. And they need like a three and D guy to replace Tobias. Yeah, so Tobias doable. Tobias was actually I don't know what event he was at, but he was asked about these trade rumors this week, and he said, "quote Casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie." You're not getting a 694 back who can damn near shoot 40% from three, guard other teams' best player, post up drive, and play 70 plus games. I love how he listed the number of games played as his fifth best accolade. Mm, so availability is the best availability. You know what? You know what? That is true sometimes. And and Daryl Morey <sighs> reportedly, when the Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers reached out uh, for Tobias Harris, here's what he asked for. He asked for Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and a first rounder. <laughs> So, I mean, this is what he did with Ben Simmons. Remember, he asked for 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 Kyle Kyle Lowry, OG Ananobi. I mean, it wasn't pronounced yeah. that way by by Keith Pompey, but show us a Pompey. Um, yep. So, yeah. And any uh, any interest in this Tobias Harris trade saga? No, I was looking up what crumble cookies are because I don't we don't get those in it's Canada. Based in Utah, I think. Oh, okay, a Utah-based cookie. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like a Craig's cookie situation. Yeah. This is like Fred being like, you casual Raptors fan will trade me for a dozen Craig's cookies. <laughs> Yo, I kind of wish he said that now, man. Damn. 
You cash, Yo, that's that's you actually kind of fire, man. Fans, Yo, Fred, man. say that, man. Trade, say that, say, trade me for say that when Raphael Stone announces. Trade you, me man. for dessert at Dimitri's. Yo, I, I need Fred to wear forty three on his back for the number of mo- the million that he's gonna make this year. Oh. Man. I, I will flex that so hard. You know what? Wearing a number of of the money you're making is pretty sick. Does that mean Thanasis has to wear one? You can make a round up. It's two. It's two. All right, it's, all right, relax. Right. Relax. You got, you got anyways, that's the update on Philadelphia. It looks like I, I guess they're mostly running it back unless, you know, Daryl Morey pulls some whatever wizardry he's doing in the last 20 years to, to you know, get his team to the second round. Yeah. And, I, I do I do love that trade offer, though. Who, who put that out there? Um, I actually didn't write down the source of this, but that, this that has to be someone in Philadelphia because no one in no one in Cleveland is going to. Oh, I, I, try I to actually want to say it was Keith Pompey. Um, oh, we're? I should credit that to him. But we gotta give Keith his, his his respect, man. This guy really does give out scoops. Oh, but we the scoops are never the ones that people oh, want to hear. Oh, Keith Pompey is going to be our Nick Nurse correspondent next season. Mm, I, I'm gonna, we're going to need one. Yeah, you're right. Actually, we're, we're going to get Nick Nurse updates at all times. I guess their biggest acquisition was Nick Nurse. I always love when a team's biggest acquisition is a head coach. Okay, so by the way, I, I've been I've been tallying it up. So um, the trade offer was what Evan Mobley and and Jared Allen, yeah. in the first round pick for Tobias Harris. Yeah, let me just put into perspective one thing, okay? Mm. Um, and and maybe this is just the defense of Tobias Harris that Tobias Harris and his dad, who's apparently his agent, were looking for. Mm. But Tobias Harris, um, so, so the the Cleveland Cavaliers played five games in their series, lost to uh, the Knicks, mm. right? Evan Mobley scored forty nine total points in that series. Mm. Oh, is this is this an Evan Mobley slander again? No, no, no. Oh, I'm just it's okay. a it's accounting. It's accounting. Oh, I'm trying to think about how oh, okay. Ev, how Daryl Morey, my favorite GM, would have come to this conclusion. Oh, okay. okay. But also, if it doubles the slander, hey, who's who's to say? Mm. So Evan Mobley had forty nine points in that series in the five games. Mm. That's under ten points a game. Jared Allen had forty seven total points in the series. Um, so that brings you to a total of ninety six points. Mm. Um, Tobias Harris in the first round um, against uh, the Brooklyn Nets only played four games because it was a sweep had 81 points in that uh, four, those four games and then in the first game against Boston in game ones because it's not fair to compare four games versus five games so you got to give him one more game sure, first man. game against Boston worst he had 18 points ever, he had 18 points so Tobias Harris in five games scored 99 points and in five games in the playoffs for Evan Mobley and uh, you know Jared Allen they scored uh, you know 96 points so I could understand where 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 Daryl Morey would be asking from this perspective, you know. All right, all right, man. You yeah. just want to get your Evan Mobley slander, man. No, Casual no, Raptors listen. fans, they'll trade me for some Mrs. Fields cookies. <laughs> no, forty nine points, man. Damn. I don't know, man. I feel like crumble cookies might be too I much. It might be a coronation cookie. I wish scenario. I knew more cookie spots, man. Casual Raptors fan, trade me for a box from the Night Baker. <laughs> oh, shots on the night yeah. No, they're like they'll check me for like uh, what are those cookies? Pirates? Those are the worst cookies. By what? The way. I don't even know those. Man. No, it's like a blue box. You can go to like whatever shoppers. Oh, okay, I don't know, okay. Any grocery store here, get them. But it's like huh. two like oatmeal cookies, okay. kind of thing, like a really dense oatmeal. But they're cookie, looking and tough. then just like peanut butter in the middle. Okay, that's looking tough. So it's like when you the the mouth feel of it, like yeah. you're choking on. It's a choking hazard. But mm. yeah. All right, yeah. so that's the. Uh... That's the six. Evan Mobley in the playoffs, also a choking hazard. Sorry, oh, sorry, God. sorry, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. Why up, did I say that? Next man? up is yeah, Evan Mobley's uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. So who? My bad. Who? Uh, I, I guess my big question for them is like, did did they get severely exposed in the playoffs, or do you do you just feel oh. good about this group and you're like, oh, they're gonna grow internally, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think there was always a limitation to this team, but it's sort of just like 
you know, can they make a jump? Like, they're going to need Evan Mobley to make a jump. And, and Slander is like, like, he's very talented. So it's possible that he makes a jump. But offensively, he's fairly limited. And we, we know that, right? Like, he gets a lot of lobs and stuff from, you know, being a big man around the basket. And that's important. That's going to be a big part of his game moving forward. But is there going to be any self-creation to his game? Is he going to develop a three-point shot in his game? It's, it's, not, it's honestly not too dissimilar from the Scotty conversation. I, I would say he has a better supporting cast than Scotty does, right? Because, like, Donovan Mitchell is better than Pascal, especially as a scorer. Um, Darius Garland is better than Fred as a point guard. Um, and so, you know, th- there is more of an infrastructure around him. But, like, yeah, they need him to sort of level up. I mean, I suppose you could see a little bit more from Darius Garland, but I also feel like he's already really, like, great at what he does. And for a small guard, like, how much more is there for him to do? Um, you can increase the volume of his scoring, but in terms of his effectiveness, I think he's actually pretty close to the top of it. You know, Mitchell, like, they, they made their all-in move, so that they, they got him. They need to obviously address the three position, right? Because it was like Isaac Okoro wasn't cutting it. There's a lot of Chetty Osmond. I saw some Danny Green in the playoffs. Mm. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it was tough. You know what I mean? Like, I, th- I think if, if if they had to go one more in the depth rotation, Harrison Sanford might have showed up. So, um, <laughs> Chelsea Harrison. <laughs> Chelsea the Sandman. That's the only so, that's, that's the only. By the way, the Cavaliers, yeah. Woj just reported, are fully guaranteeing Chetty Osmond's $6.7 million oh, contract. That's a bargain. He's a pretty season. good rotation player at that price. But he should be their backup small They just have, like, Obviously four Dean Wades there. is the problem. Like, every every single player they yeah. have at the three is Dean Wade. Um, and I also... I also do give them a little bit of slack in the sense that I don't think the best version of Cavaliers showed up in the playoffs. Like, I think they... But that, I think yeah, that's in the what words I, of Jared that, Allen, that's like, what the I was asking because they, they got yeah. embarrassed in the playoffs, right? Like, like they... Well, they lost on, like, offensive rebounds to Jer- uh, Josh Hart. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, no, the... No, they got uh, dominated by, by Isaiah Hardenstein and, and Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, and, so. like... They didn't even have Julius Randle playing that series. I just don't it know if you chalk that up to, like, yeah. you know, the, you know they, got, they got beat by a specific team, the Knicks. Or are there are there bigger concerns? Because that was pretty. That was I think pretty. It's, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. But they sh- you shouldn't be dominated by the Knicks in that fashion. But it's like you know when the Raptors lost to the Washington Wizards in 2015. Like it's it's not like the Raptors were that much worse than the Wizards in terms of a, in terms of like the differential being a sweep. But the Raptors weren't prepared for that moment, you know. And I don't think that the the Cavs were prepared for that. Yeah, moment. that it doesn't invalidate oh, the whole man. season. Yeah, though. that rap series. That's, Actually, that's I just like snowball. I like Cleveland's talent, man. I mean, okay, okay, except so. for Evan Mobley. No, no, I think it's fine. I just don't think we should call him the next Tim Duncan like right away. Like, what are we doing, man? Yeah, I think the next I, Tim Duncan now is going to be Victor Wembayama, <laughs> okay, which is actually fine, more man. fair. No, but you know, if, if if Victor doesn't have a strong start, people are going to call him Lauren Woods with an apostrophe. Oh, for sure, L. for sure, for sure. Yeah, Lauren Woods. Oh no, man. Um, their key free agent is Karis Levert. By the way, uh, another another. Oh back- yeah, they kind of. I, I guess they. I don't know. That, that, they need, not they need a bigger exciting. version of, of Karis. Yeah, Lavert's not very exciting. And another potential option if Fred goes to Houston. Uh, how about Dennis Smith Jr., bro? Are you excited about Why? Dennis Smith Why? Are you Smith trying to Jr.? get J. Cole back in the city? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just, like, what are you... I'm just giving you names oh of guys who God. are free agents. There's not a lot of options out there, man. There's not a lot of options out there. But, I mean, honestly, he would have to be an option, yeah. I suppose. All right, we're watching your time. Next... Um, mm. Is the New York Knicks? Um, guess big question is how they're going to add to their mid three of, of Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. <laughs> Come on, man. No, their Yo, fan base Brunson calls them. No, to but be their fan guys. base calls them the mid three. No, Brunson is on a class of his own, Fine. and then Randle and RJ and the can mid be two, whatever. The mid two, okay, yeah, yeah. the star in the mid two, Jalen Brunson, the mid range two. Yeah, yeah, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett. Like they still have all the draft picks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, all the stuff they could have thrown in to get Donovan Mitchell. So I guess a big question for them. 
this summer. They're just waiting like, for a star trade. Yeah, and this, this summer it's trade. Dame. So I don't. Well, I'm trying to put a ban on Dame it. while talking about free agency. I'm okay, just, got you, got you. Anyways, Josh Hart is is uh you know the guy they're trying to bring back, and otherwise the team is pretty locked in. Do you think they can flip Randall plus picks into Cat? To Cat, oh my God! I don't want to think about Cat on this team, man. Oh no, man, homecoming for Cat, man. You know he's from. He's a. You he's think the Jersey. Wolves would want Randall though? I wonder what the Wolves want back. Like for for. I Kat. don't know. I honestly, who do the Wolves ever want back in return for their players? I think the Wolves would want a guard. What do they get Next back for, for Andrew Wiggins, the number one overall pick that they tanked again? They got uh, <laughs> who did they get? They got D'Angelo. Oh, Russell. they got the University of Toronto Blues. Yeah, yeah. and they gave D'Angelo up a first round pick in that deal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who do they give up for? Who do they get back for Kevin Love? Oh, I got, no, that's how, that's that's who they got. That's how they got Wiggins. They didn't tank for it. They they got they, they traded the previous. Yeah, that was a that was a job to get Kevin trade. Love. Yeah. And then they got number one pick in Andrew Wiggins, and then they flipped him into D'Angelo Russell. Right? Uh-huh. Who do they get back for Kevin Garnett? You know, Big Al Jefferson. I'm telling you, they just got to do a cat for Trey Young uh, move yeah. and just just yeah. just move on. Let's just do when they, when they traded Jimmy Butler to Philadelphia. Who they get? Robert Covington. No, they so were... I don't I don't know who, the, who Minnesota wants, man. It doesn't no, even cat, matter. Cat for Trey Young, man. Let's make it happen. I don't think I don't think Cat Ooh. would be a good fit in New York. Just it's it's the Knicks, man. Cat is not. Really? You don't want Cat in the city though. Cat being on like Cat coming on first day. Also, stop calling like, him Cat, man. Cat comes on. He's like, I own this city. We own this city. We're the New York Knicks. This guy said he's saving his ring finger for a championship. That's yeah. what he said this week. Okay. And yeah, also, Brandon I mean, Miller said the Hornets are going to be in the finals, so we're getting a Hornets Wolves finals next season. Apparently. Okay. What is going on with Brandon Miller? Man? I don't. Why know, is man. every single quote and every single headline you see about this guy? He, he hasn't even sat down with Taylor Rooks yet, man, and he's already guaranteeing a championship next season. No, man. If if I'm Rich Cho or whoever is running that team these days, uh, Mitch Kupchak, sorry. Yeah. By the way, Rich Cho had the hardest Asian name ever. Man. Yeah, Rich Cho, man. Yeah, Rich Cho also ran man, a food damn. also ran a food blog, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's every Asian. He's like casual Hornets fans trade me for a bowl of pho. <laughs> oh, they probably won. That's a, that's a pretty good deal. It's not like Rich was doing anything there. Anyways, that's that's the anyway. Knicks. Um, Brooklyn. Yeah, Keith. They're, they're, they're in star trading mode. That's that's the yeah. Thing. Star I don't, trading I don't think mode. Like resign Josh Hart. You know, it, it, even if they run the whole team back, I think it's fine. But the whole idea is you keep your powder dry so that eventually when the trade nah, comes keep available. keep the powder dry. Which, which, which podcaster did you get that one from, man? I don't, I don't know, man. No. I, honestly, the, the weird thing about being an immigrant is you, you learn none of your English from your parents. No, it's so true. You have though. no like linguistic like uh, backbone or like that's a, actually a great reservoir call. to draw from. Yeah. So like it's like all like you heard it in a song. No, or you, you read it in a, a book or game. something, or you saw someone book. say it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. Yeah, well, yeah. I got most heard of my stuff from, from rap music. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, Brooklyn Nets. They need to. Uh, Cam Johnson is a restricted free agent, and um, yeah, that's about it for them. I mean, and can Seth they trade Curry. for Dame? Yeah, another Dame team. It's a weird team. That team's weird. I mean, obviously they're in flux, but um, do you believe? Do you buy him to Mikael Bridges as like a genuine number one guy? Because no, towards the end of the I, season, he definitely was playing at that level. But and this is no offense to Pascal, but like I see him as more of a Pascal type. Like if okay. you're on a winning team, so he's a legitimate number two. Yeah, that's if you're good. if you're on a winning team, it's like you've got another player with Mikal Bridges. Yeah, yeah, he was going nuts at the end of the year though. But I just I, I feel mm-hmm. like was he was he going nuts in the way that like obviously that has that's credit to him. I'm not taking it away, but how much of it is like teams weren't taking the net seriously and yeah. it's end of the year. So even you know, in the playoffs against or, Philly, like you know he was putting up that's, numbers. That's why I'm asking this. But like yeah. I didn't feel his impact in the game, so I I don't no. know. They've they've got a weird. They they're they're just like in transition. They've got all these guys. They've got great trade assets. Like even guys like Dorian Finney-Smith. 
Um, like they could get yeah. guys. They still have Joe Harris. Let's just get Joe Harris here. Let's just get all the white shooters. We, we here, talking man. DF West? Let's get on this let's get Joe Joe Harris here with Grady Dick and Joe Weiss Camp. Who else is so out you, there? So you so you want to see the Sterling Cooper Jeffrey Price lineup? Yeah, but all on. threes though. Let's get Duncan Robinson here um, of unknown Asian affiliation. Uh, which we're still trying to track down. Uh, you know. By the way, CCY Select Classic he's up, next he's Friday. He's Caucasian. Go to CCY.org, get the tickets. I'll be doing play-by-play. We'll talk more about it next Yo, week. Yo, seriously, it's actually a really great event. Um, and we'll talk more about it for sure, but uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to Will is not hearing there. Alex on the call. Unfortunately, I'm going to be yeah. away at a wedding. but yeah. My uh, goal you know, is to get banned from the event. For, for no, no, no. Your goal is to call a great game because that's what you do. You know what I mean? You're the, you're the Vince Cully of Toronto. What? And, um, <laughs> Yo, that's insane, man. <laughs> no, but it's, it's actually just a great event. It actually no, really, really man. is. So there's going to be a lot of food no. associated with it. Casual Raptor Show fans, man. Trade me for a plate of Szechuan numbing wings from Hong Sheng. Um, I mean, I, I, I would definitely do <laughs> yo, that that's trade. That's insane, man. Colin, call me. <laughs> no, man. I didn't know that was my value, man. Uh, I'll send Alex into the kitchen right now, also man. For, also for the Brooklyn Nets, Ben Simmons has been working out very hard during the offseason. Cool. So look out. Cool. Look out. That should be their slogan next season. <laughs> look out. <laughs> um, like a hazard. Like, just a- like a- Atlanta Hawks, uh, they've got a mandate from the owners to get under the luxury tax. I love how yeah. all these owners just cycle through every two, three years and get like really cheap about it. Not like yeah. cheap. I mean, they're paying millions of dollars. Bro, but it is I, I mean, it is. Th- isn't this just how large corporations work? No, like this is not a large corporation, I would say. Like, mm. This is... This is more of a personal kind of project uh, for most of these owners and yeah. venture capital groups or whatever. But, like, isn't this just how things go? Like, you know, not to open up old wounds to our former Yahoo employees, but it's like, mm. oh, we're going through a boon period. Let's hire a whole bunch of people and let's bring in, like, a really, really talented group and, like, really push forward and, and do some things with content. A year later, ah, we're going to go in a different direction. So we're going to have layoffs and we're going to cut all these people and we're going to cut it to the bone. And then the next year is like, oh, we maybe we'll do this and this. Like, this is just, I feel like this is just how large corporations. So you're saying the Atlanta Hawks are Yahoo Sports Canada? (laughs) No, not not even close because I don't think they had the time. What they did, I, didn't, are, I don't think are, they assembled the, the the upcoming talent that they. Are did you 2019. saying 2019 vibes? Is that what you're nah, saying right now? <laughs> that is, is not that what, what I'm you're saying. saying right now? Let's get it on record, man. Um, no, that's not what I'm saying. Anyway, I just mean like, yeah. yeah, this is kind of what happens. Also, they had an ownership group change not not too not not too long ago. Like I think within the last five years. Yeah. Um, and what they changed front offices, so I'm not really sure who's even in charge there. Also, it's one of those situations where, and I, I forgot who brought this point up, but it was a really good one. It was like. With these new GMs in positions, like, people want to test them. Like, those are the guys people want to call. And, I mean, I'm not saying that John Collins was going to be worth a ton, but, like, the fact that he got salary done for Rudy Gay in, like, some, like, what was it? Rudy Gay in a second-round pick? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't even get like, a first-rounder. John Collins rounder. can play. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, he, he had been in the trade room cycle for, I think, like, three years running, and, you know. That's fine, but. And at one yeah, point, again, the Suns, the Suns were almost going to trade for him um, at the deadline this year until Matt Ishbia came in and said, no, we're getting KD. Yeah. So they could have gotten some draft picks there. But yeah, their their whole mandate is, you know, get under the tax. We'll yeah. see if they can add around Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. I don't know. Not that interesting. Are they going to extend DeJounte or are they going to, not extend, but are they going to re-sign him in the future? I don't I don't even know who's locked down in, in Atlanta, you know what I mean? Like, they're another team that's kind of like, just, yeah. they're just there. Can I can I give you another free agent point guard from Atlanta that might interest um, okay. the Raptors? Uh, Aaron Holiday. Yeah. Aaron Holiday. Okay, yeah. right. We got Drew Holiday at home, baby. We, so not even Drew Holiday, not even Justin Holiday, who I think was actually a decent player at a certain point. If, um, we're if, getting Aaron Holiday. If Aaron Holiday, if Aaron Holiday comes here, I will make him my my phone wallpaper for the year. Yeah. 
Aaron I want, I want Aaron Holiday wallpaper. Yeah. So there you go. We we down horrendous, but yeah, it'd probably, yeah. probably be an upgrade over over Mal, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Next way. Did you just call Mal? Um, yeah. Miami. Um, I guess you know Dame rumors, etc. Uh, Mark Stein also reporting that the Pacers are prepared to make Max Struess a three-year, forty-eight million dollar offer, so he could be headed to to Indiana. That's cool. I'm happy for Max Struess, man. He's earned it. I, he he's really earned this extension. This is like yeah. more than mid-level. So, um, I don't see how Miami could really bring him. Well, I mean, they, they can bring him back, like, but like, no, I mean, that's that's a good offer. And for Max Drews, like, he, he's really earned, he worked hard. Yeah, we've point, so. we've mentioned Gabe Vincent as as the as their other. The, key do the Pacers need more guards, though? I mean, I, I, I there's a lot of guards on that team, but yeah. So, but I would love for them to move off one of their guards and give it to Toronto. Yeah, uh, you want TJ McConnell? One hundred percent, I want TJ McConnell. He'd be our he'd be our starting point guard. Yo, yo, listen to me. What if we get both TJ McConnell and Peyton Pritchard? <laughs> I, that's fine that's a huge Honestly, upgrade over what we would have finally we, we would finally you. have a proper disgusting brothers backcourt oh my goodness man tj mcconnell yo i need that photo op i need that outside oh, with the ice cream truck i need we the got, food we, truck we, 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 i we got I the backcourt of the suits the cast of suits <laughs> uh air neesmith i don't know man i don't know yeah. who who do you want from there man we should have drafted andrew nemhart anyways hundred uh, percent, we should have. But yeah. I mean, he was drafted ahead of us. Oh, I got. Oh, I got another point guard for you. That's a free agent from the Pacers. Yeah? Okay, George Hill. George Hill, baby. Oh, Are God. you ready for George Hill? No, that's Mister Underhill, like uh, for all of <laughs> no, Hill to Dick, bang! Actually, what if it was a bang? They're not even on national TV. <laughs> no, they're not getting bang, man. Oh man! All right, um, Chicago. As mentioned yesterday, they re-signed uh, Nick Vucevic, three years, sixty million. Uh, mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball not expected to play next season. It's really unfortunate, yeah. man. Um, and is every team in the league just running a back essentially? Yeah, so I've got like Chicago. A, I'm not really seeing any sort of yeah, like big. Yeah, Chicago is a running back team, I believe, uh-huh. unless they make a big trade and like trade Zach Levine or something like that. I mean, I feel like when they had Patrick Beverly in there, forcing everyone to play defense, um, it kind of worked. But I also feel like is the Patrick Beverly effect like permanent or is it sort of does it wear off you know what I mean it, Patrick Beverly feels like a Red Bull rather than like sleeping eight hours mm, it's just a it's just a mid team it's a mid roster yeah, oh yeah, yeah 100% yeah and the Lonzo Ball thing is unfortunate like I don't I don't think with Lonzo they're suddenly a championship contender but like you know they're literally just playing without their their main starting point guard are they the Raptors on a different great lake I, I don't mm. want to say yes, but, you know, it, it, it could Similar be Similar tracks. I mean, I guess we have the more promising young guy in Scotty Barnes, or do you like Patrick Williams? Sure. I don't no, know. No, no, come on. Scotty's not better than Patrick Yeah, Williams. I'm just, you know, I don't know. I don't oh, like Patrick Williams, oh I have another point guard option. Mm, okay. Goran Dragic. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, what if Goran comes back? We'll be like, Goran, we can finally start you. <laughs> And he just shushes Nick Nurse after he hits a three against Philly. I think he, uh, you know I think he could win us back. I'll sign up for that. I'll yeah, sign up for that. that. Yeah, Goran, Goran, welcome, welcome home. Buddy. Yeah, welcome home, man. Um, the rest, I don't really have anything to add for these teams. Um, Indiana, you do. Indiana, yeah. Washington. I just want to mention, like, it's cool. Indiana's going to add like a power forward. It seems like that's that's one of the big things. Like, yeah. they want a three four type to to add to their group. I mean, is it going to change much? Probably not. But it's like Harrison Barnes might come down. Cool. Yeah. Again, these are, these are not like free agency destinations. So if they land somebody, like, it's actually pretty good for them. Yeah. I think they definitely do need a three four type. Um. They're gonna run. They're gonna shoot. They're they're fun to watch. I don't know how many games they'll win. I think defensively they're they're too suspect. Um, Washington is. I I will give anybody 
$5 right now if they can just name me the full roster for the Washington Wizards as currently I mean, is. full roster is asking for a lot, man. Like, even That's what like I mean. Like, they have, they've, had so much, they've had so much flux in their team that I'm Danny not really Avdia. sure who's still on their team. Um, yeah. Bilal okay. Kalabali. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Bilal Kalabali is... Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. I okay. don't know. Jordan Poole? Is, is yeah, Jordan, Jordan Goodwin? Poole, no, Jordan, Jordan Goodwin got traded? Is that even... Did he get traded? Yeah, he got traded to Phoenix. Mm. Phoenix stole him. All right, that was a trick question. I was, I was uh, Delonte. Uh, no, no, who Delonte? Delonte, Del- what? <laughs> Delon <Yo>. Wright. <laughs> Delonte <laughs> Wright. Delonte what? Delon Wright. Uh, Monte uh-huh. Morris. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's looking tough. No, they got that they white. Got that, they they got, got that Jason Smith guy. Um, the head <laughs> Yo, by bed. the way, I I went back and looked it up. Jason Smith, a hundred percent. Had a widow's peak and wore a scrubby number like fourteen. Okay, okay. No, I, I remember really his. Ha- who is the shooter? It's bugging me now. Who's the Washington shooter that I'm trying to think of? Who is who? Is, okay, first off, the Washington shooter is going to put you on a CIA. Oh, also, okay, my bad, so. my bad. Who is the Washington? Who is the Washington three point uh, marksman? Um, uh, why can't I, I think of marksman, why man. can't I think of his name? The three point specialist from Washington. The guy with the wore a headband. headband and the stupid mustache and the hair. He went to Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is he, though? Yo, just tell me, man. Yeah. Well, on a time constraint, tell me now. You got another alliterative name, you know? Oh, I got it. I got it. Kispert, Kispert, Kispert. Yeah, yeah, Corey yeah. Kispert. Actually, no. That... So we need Grady no, Dick. That's, that's we CK need Grady no, Dick, no, no. Corey Kispert, Joe Harris, Duncan Robinson. And then backcourt, um, um, TJ McConnell and Payne Pritchard. Are you trying to run the Utah Jazz? What are you doing This here, is man? how I. This is how I would rebuild the Raptors. <laughs> This this is how people have built the Indiana Pacers in the past, man. Oh man, yeah, from the sixties. Anyway, like Foster and Ajahn Crozier. I do respect Washington bringing Michael Winger. Like you know, like you know, certain teams like we talk about Houston or Charlotte just have like terrible front offices for like yeah, decades yeah, yeah. running. It is it is like if I'm a Wizards fan, I'm excited. Like there's finally a competent front office. Here's the thing: if you're the Raptor fan and you want to see a rebuild, you you probably got to root for a change in management because like I don't feel like mm, that's a good point. I feel like it's more likely for a new management to come in and tear everything down than it is for the existing one to do that. But yeah, that's fair. And then Orlando, that's, Charlotte, Detroit—I don't know if you ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't care teams. about those games. Man. Okay, did Charlotte? Yeah. Oh yeah, Detroit did hire a head coach Monty Williams. Um, mm. all right, let's. That, run. Was their, that was their mid-level signing was Monty. Williams. <laughs> yeah, they really did. They gave him the Max Struess, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you pay a coach that much money, it should come out of your salary cap. Like, come on, Lee, man. man. At a certain point, can we? Can we? Can we? Yeah, I'm surprised. Anyway. I'm surprised Grant Williams didn't let that one slip by him in Yo, the CBA they, they negotiations. Legit, they legit got Monty Williams the same way Houston's gonna get Fred, man. They're like, I know you don't want to come here, but here's so much money that you can't say. They no. just made Grant Williams check everything on the list and said, "We've reached a CBA agreement." Meanwhile, CJ McCollum was on NBA Today, probably. All right. Yeah. Western Conference, let's roll through these. Denver, mm. Nuggets. Big question for the champs is just can they bring back Bruce Brown? They can only offer him $7.8 million. Uh, Lakers are one of many teams that are interested in offering him the mid-level. And teams with cap room mm. might, might step up as well. So Lakers can offer him the full 12.7. Huh? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so. I feel like they need to add more shooting, to be fair. But... I mean, I love Bruce Brown. Like you know, you know, no, Bruce Brown's a big huge contributor. Him, but I'm also like, this is heading into like the Anthony Melton territory for me, where like if Denver loses him, yes, they're gonna lose a key rotation player, but I think they're gonna be okay. Like I think they're gonna be okay. 
I I think he re I think he resigns and then he signs for a so the Bobby longer Portis. term extension. Yeah, exactly yeah. the Bobby Portis thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. By the way, what a stress free offseason, man. I'm sorry, but like, I guarantee you, there's no Bruce Brown watching in in, in Denver right now. You know. What I mean, I mean like, you win a championship. Maybe there is, but bro, the, I still I can't know, believe man. the Raptors won it, a championship and we immediately had to flip to Kawhi watch. Bro, like two days after the the, the parade, it's like, all right, is he staying? And it's like, eh, I don't know. Kawhi left like, three weeks after like the parade. Has we had, anyone like, the CP, we had, we had the, like the CP choppers moving around and stuff? Has man, anyone ever done that? Won a championship and left three weeks after the parade, man. A star player like that. Anyways, um, yeah. Memphis, Tough. Memphis Grizzlies, um, like we mentioned, made their big move trading for Marcus Smart. I really like this move for them. Um, and sure. John Morant, of course, suspended twenty five games to start the season. They don't have Tyus Jones anymore. So they kind of just made Marcus Smart as like the amalgamation between Tyus Jones and. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. And in terms of just like you had him replace two guys. Yeah. No, I think um listen, they had a disappointing finish to last year, but that's still a really deep young team. So Memphis has this like knack right now. They've been on a real streak of like just being able to bring in young guys to replace outgoing veterans. And mm. so I wonder if they're gonna be able to like replicate that currently. Like who on their team can step up and just get a bigger role based on guys. Yeah, because like, like, that's what's like been a, happening. Like a David Roddy. Yeah, David Roddy, you know, like Zaire Williams, like, um, you yeah. know, who's the sal- Salty Aldama. They got Jake the, 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 They got the Salty Dog. Yeah, they really have the Salty Dog. Jake LaRavia. Um, so, yeah, Jake LaRavia, yeah. Uh, Sacramento, they uh, traded Rashawn Holmes, and their first rounder on draft night opened up about $36 million in cap space now. Mm. Uh, rumored Draymond team, but... That'd be sick. I think expectations is Draymond's going to go back. To Golden State. Either way, I'm assuming Draymond's going to announce it on his podcast. I guess that would be the smart move. Oh, by yeah. A hundred percent, man. This, so, this, guy wants, this guy wants to be number one in Canada again. So, Sacramento... And the last time he did this, he had to step on a Sacramento player. So Yeah, and then play the most uh, popular team uh, in, in the globe, the LA yeah, Lakers. it's fine. It's fine. But Kyle, I don't know, Kyle Kuzma is another name that's been mentioned. Even Jeremy Grant, if he doesn't go back uh-huh. to Portland. I don't know. What do you want Sacramento to add? Draymond. I mean, if they but could... But if not they got... Draymond... Yeah. Here's the thing with Sacramento, like I, I, it's hard to find another instance of a franchise where like they just want to cosplay a different franchise. Mm. Oh yeah, because you know I mean? Vivek, like, Mike Brown. Yeah. I think it's real. Like they really want to cosplay Golden State. So like they went after Andre Godala back in the day, and they were going to offer him a ton of money and whatever. Obviously, Iggy stayed, mm-hmm. but like getting Mike Brown, you know, the, the you know getting Harrison Barnes, you know, like this is like <laughs> yeah, I forgot this about is their Harrison thing. Barnes. This is genuinely their thing. They love cosplaying. You know, um, the Warriors. And I actually think that in terms of as a fit, Draymond, they, what they need is more defense. Yeah. And I think getting Draymond into any, he's so adaptable as a defender. It's not even like getting Brook Lopez, where I feel like maybe I heard a discussion about him, them getting Brook Lopez as well. It's like, yeah, I mean, nah, they could man. go after these Draymond's guys. a way better fit, man. Draymond's a way better fit. I think if I think if you're a Brook Lopez type player too, and like these veterans, you're looking at Houston versus Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I feel like it's a no-brainer. Assuming the money's close, I'd I'd want to go to Sacramento. Like Houston's going nowhere for the next couple of years. But th- this is also really important for summer for Sacramento because you can either like make the right move and keep your momentum going, sure. or you sort of stagnate and you bring in a new guy from outside and you bring, give them big money. Like they're gonna have expectations beyond just sort of like fitting into a role. And yeah, I you know I do wonder like does and Jer- Jeremy Grant would be interesting too. I mean I feel like Portland definitely needs to hold on to him, but like mm. you know. Like Kuzma, for example, is he going to come in and think, okay, I'm going to be like one of the big three here with Sabonis and um, De'Aaron Fox? Because like I, I don't think they need that from that position. 
And also, I they have a lot of Kyle Kuzma types. No, if Kuzma's already, on that, that's but... another mid three brewing. I feel like. I no, mean, I like De'Aaron Fox. I mean, Fox is sick. Sabonis will put you so in the bonus, sick. like, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. We need can to we rank stop putting Sabonis in the All Star game. Like, can we just give him the All Star? <laughs> designation but then not put him in the game like also please, I, I don't know how close give him the I, credit but i don't want to see it man. i don't it's know how closely you follow uh cameron and mace's it is what it is show sometimes i see the clips yeah man. i don't know if they you saw the clip great. um you know cameron said that people with knowledge he's the new Woj now he said oh, people yeah? with knowledge told him about uh, the exchange between uh draymond and jordan Poole. oh i heard that that, that was yeah, yeah that, yeah that that led to the the infamous punch and one of the things that was said uh, Jordan Poole had told him, like, yo, you're going to be in Sacramento next year. So it'd be kind That's of... That's hard, man. Yeah, because they were obviously joking about, like, Poole was going to get all the money. No one mm-hmm. was going to pay Draymond. So it'd be kind of funny if Draymond actually ended up in Sacramento. I mean, Draymond literally put, like, punched him across the country. So, I mean... <laughs> oh, my you know, God, man. I feel like I know who won Yeah, I feel like battle. we didn't make enough out of a, t- a teammate punching another teammate and how that messed up their chemistry. And, and how that leaked out. Because, again, like, only employees of that organization would have the ability to drop that yeah you know i mean it wasn't like a public thing where some stranger got to it and they sold it to dmz do you like, think do you think andy lou knows i'm sure people nobody like there's no way nobody knows who leaked that i find yeah. that hard to believe like you mentioned like there's not that many suspects draymond should have played that video on, on his podcast oh man he would have been like are, are, are you right, <laughs> i got something absolutely incredible for you boys <laughs> yeah. And Here you go. And it's me and footage Le- of me punching footage, Jordan Poole. Footage of me and LeBron at the clutch summer party. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't put it past them at this point. Oh. But no, I, I think I don't think Draymond's going to Sacramento. But it would be a great fit for them. It genuinely would be. Even beside the the Golden State cosplay thing. Yeah. So Phoenix um, obviously are all in on their big three. Looks like there's mm-hmm. no DeAndre Ayton trade for now. That's and... toxic, man. That's so toxic. Yeah, if he's the new John no, Collins, but he's worked. But he's he's got a new coaching. He didn't get along with Monty Williams. Frank uh... Frank the mogul Vogel is there now, so mm. we'll see what happens. Um, he's, what do you mean? We'll see what happens. He's going to set screens and roll to the basket, <laughs> and if he doesn't, he's going to get benched for Jock Landale again. The latest group, <laughs> yeah, he's going to get benched for the sports guy. Um, so the latest group of free agent tryouts uh, included invites to Jabari Parker. And Stanley Johnson, which begs the question: huh. Is the entire Phoenix bench going to be a basketball reference game this season? I, you know, so yes, I think definitely. But I think the other thing too is just like you know, if you play like my career in two K or you know in FIFA long enough, like people will just randomly populate mm. free agents in your in your team. But the computer only spit out like I don't know. It feels like they only spit out like ten new players each year, so they kind of have to recycle all the free agents. So guys last in the game for like three, four seasons way longer than they would in real life. You know, like I was playing NBA Live recently and like Jerry and Grant was on the Suns mm. and it was 2026. And I was like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. So this is kind of like that. Um, but I mean, like they, they don't need that much out of their, you know, um, free agents. I actually think Stanley Johnson could do something. Like, I, I, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not like a lingering Stanley Johnson believer because I know exactly who he is, but good character guy comes in works really hard handles the basketball willing to play defense like how you with how, how much scoring they already have on the roster like stanley johnson actually would make sense for a team like this yeah i'm rooting for stanley I, I like stanley man i just think they just need to get guys in and, and just get get the role definition thing down right like what kind of role players oh, are you yeah, bringing yeah. in all yeah. this stuff and like you know for all, for all the jokes that they don't have any more draft picks and like you know, the, they need some bigs though, man. Yeah. Like, can you find some free agent bigs? And then the rest of the team obviously is going to be minimum players. Like, they're going to be a really good team, man. 
Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I think so. If if they're healthy, I think that's a big question. Uh, right. Clippers tried to trade for Malcolm Brogdon. That didn't work out. Um, his physical apparently didn't look so good. Like we mentioned, they're not bringing back Eric Gordon. They're also looking to move Marcus Morris and Norm Powell because Steve Ballmer's trying to duck that duck that apron. Um, and they could possibly extend PG and Kawhi this summer. And yeah, I don't know. I would love to be Lawrence Frank at that table when Kawhi's like, yeah, I want a fully guaranteed max. <laughs> He's like, I want to fully guarantee you play 82 games the next two I wanna- years. <laughs> I want a fully guaranteed max. I want another private plane for uh, my uncle. Um, I want uh, Jeremy Castleberry to be the head coach. Yeah. I want you to pay for his LASIK so he doesn't have to wear those goggles anymore. Mm. You know, this like. I call him Horace Grant, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. He kind of got a Horace Grant vibe to him. Man. But, um, yeah, I mean, wh- what do you even do? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you <laughs> even do? Like, the team is there. Like, the team is there. You, you kind of just, you, you kind of have to roll it back. But yeah. man, you got to be so sick doing that. Oh man! But I mean, like, listen, the talent is there. Like, when they're healthy, like, I believe in that group. Like, yes, they're not a perfect team. They're not like guaranteed to beat the Nuggets or anything. But the talent no, we, is. We is saw strong. it when they were playing the Suns. Yeah. You know, in those first two games with Kawhi, I completely forgot the- Kawhi also missed an entire season two years ago. Yep. Yeah. So this is technically his 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 fifth year with with the Clippers now, but it'll only be his fourth season. And he has I would played. definitely extend Paul George, though. I feel like Paul, he he's not as good of a player as Kawhi, but like is still better than like ninety five percent of players in the league. And um, I, I don't know if his injury history is as strong as Kawhi's. You know what I mean? Like in terms of just like I honestly, when I watch Kawhi, I'm like, okay, I know I'm not gonna play him in back to backs. I gotta be careful with them. Like PG, they they kind of do the same load management to with him to a degree, but. There's not one recurring thing with him, like you know, what the quad thing we heard in Toronto was like the quad tendinopathy, and it's just like it's yeah, just we heard that going back worse. to when he was in San Antonio, like before yeah, I, I don't. PG's I don't just had a lot PG of PG's just that. had like some bad. He's luck got horrible luck and yeah. some injuries and stuff. Guess how many total uh, regular season games Kawhi has played in in it with the Clippers? How many years has he played? Uh, three seasons because he missed one. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably say like one twenty, one sixty one, actually. Okay, yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, I mean, it's pretty. I think high it's more for Kawhi. It's, it's more frustrating for the playoff portion. Like he had one healthy playoff run, it was the bubble, and they lost a three one lead, which is hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's run through the rest of these. Uh, Golden State got rid of Jordan Poole. We already talked about Draymond's free agency, and of course, traded. For CP3. I like the CP3. My favorite thing like is the, the CP3, CP3 interviews, man. Because <laughs> this is the worst timed book tour of all time. Right. Because every single... He's he's just getting like asked like regular book tour questions. Like, oh, what's your process? And it's like a sentimental story about your grandpa who, you know, passed away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, you know, you scored 61 points in high school for him and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, great. And then Michael Strahan will be like, Chris, you know, I'm sorry I got to ask you, man. But uh, how do you feel about joining, uh, you know, your ops in Golden State? And it's like, oh, and then you just see his face drop, man. Every time there's just like all the blood drains from his face. No, the best, uh, the, oh, the, the, best guy, CP, the, the worst. best CP interview, highly recommend listening to the Hoop Collective CP uh-huh. interview where Brian Windhorst was like, man. You know, I gotta double check this, but I think you've had your bird rights for all eighteen years in the league. Oh man, <laughs> they're talking bird rights, man. <laughs> And he's like, and Chris was like, that's one of the things, man. You got to appreciate about my game. You know? And honestly, listen, for the next president of the, of the MVPA, like, I want it to be a grade A, like, just like, I can't swear on this podcast, but, you know, like an A-hole. Like, oh, like, like a like grade A, Grady. Yeah. 
Yeah, like mm-hmm. you got to get a Chris Paul type to get in there. You know what I mean? Like somebody who's gonna like fight for everything because all mm-hmm. the little details I'm seeing is terrible. Man. I might I might change my phone wallpaper to this photo I just found of the MBPA executive committee. Man, it's just Ooh, you, it's just CJ McCollum like that. It's just CJ McCollum posing with like Jalen Brown, Garrett Temple. Imagine, yeah, Garrett imagine Temple, not man. being able to add any free agents in Phoenix because of Garrett Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Garrett Temple might be a great ad for Phoenix. Yeah, right? he might end up there. <laughs> Yo, he, they would kill for Garrett Temple I, right I, now. I, I need a doc on this MBPA, man. These guys are uh-huh. so funny. Oh, oh anyways, um, that is Golden State. I like the CP move for them, man. I think you know they've got this championship core. It's just keep adding, just just having smart players, man. I know he's older mm. and stuff, but I actually like the move for them. But it is funny seeing the interview tour. Um, Lakers, looks like they're going to run it back. Uh, reportedly will match any offer for restricted free agent Austin Reeves. And that's about it. Cool. Um, Minnesota signed Nas Reed to a three-year $42 million mm. extension. Damn. And then, like we mentioned, potentially got Mr. <laughs> Kit Kat. Sorry, that's the one thing I know about Nas. Mr. Kit Kat might be on the market. Ah. Mr. Cat. Um, OKC, they have some cap space to make moves. Uh, Chet Holmgren is coming back. They added, who did they add? Cason Wallace at the draft. Oh, Davis mm. Bertans. We need Davis Bertans as well. So we need Davis okay. Bertans. That's another shooter. But yeah, excited. Bro, what, are you trying to, what are you trying to recreate, man? <laughs> the January 6th lineup? Oh, like, God. What, 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 oh, what are God. we doing here, man? Um, OKC. What is this lineup you're trying to make? OKC. Holy. No, we need, we need three-point shooters, man. Like we need, we need guys who can create three point shots by <laughs> penetrating. And you know how you defense, create three point shots? Have five three point shooters out there and just pass the ball around. Yeah, I don't want to see the the, the a terrible version of the Boston <laughs> oh, Celtics. Man. Uh, and New Orleans, New Orleans, Zion and Brandon Ingram. Um, you know, trade rumors, etc. Yeah, they want they may want to dump JV. Yeah, it's actually know. overall not that exciting of a free. That's what I'm saying. Like none of this year. is moving me, man. But yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be lots of activity that we don't see. So you know. No, but I think is, it's gonna be a lot of like Chetty Osman, Karis Levert level type. A lot of Chetty Osman. Like man. like Jesus Karis Christ, Levert, man. um, you know, is mulling an offer to return mm. to Indiana. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dallas, Kyrie Irving. Reportedly, we'll take free agency meetings with other teams. Okay, and, I mean, why not? And He's... also, Mono Shelburne, that he hopes the next uh, place he signs with is his last NBA home. I believe the NBA team's trying to sign you are hoping for that as well. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean... uh, Mark Stein reported they, uh, that the Mavericks are expected to sign Andre Drummond, who uh, is expected to de- decline his $3.36 million player option with Chicago. What are they building? I mean, I, what are they I, building around Luka, man? I like, mean, they they want a lob threat for Luca. It makes sense, man. It's um, a tough like, roster, I, I, though. It is a tough roster. They don't have a lot of like wiggle room. Yeah. Um, I don't know. As long as they have Luca and as, even a Kyrie to an, to an extent, although obviously that didn't work well at the end of the last uh, this past season. But as long as they have Luca, like their their floor is going to be pretty high. Um, their floor was even high this year before they made the trade for Kyrie, and it kind of tanked their season. But like they were still like in the playoff like right a picture. Yeah, well, year, they actively so. tapped out of the play-in, so. I don't know, man. It's just, it, it's, it is kind of, just kind of funny seeing, like, Mark Cuban, like, fumble the bag in the, to this degree, because, like. Yeah, he's he's in his flop era, I believe. Oh, 100%, man. Um, Utah traded for John Collins, took up most of their cap room, and it was just reported by Woj um, that Jordan Clarkson is exercising his player option. 
so he won't be headed to free agency. That's that's tough. So there's Utah. It's not a lot of money in free agency if Jordan Clarkson's taking twelve million. I think it doesn't how much his option is not a lot. No. So. I'm trying to find the number. Portland, we already know about Portland, about Dame, key free agents, Jeremy Grant, Matisse Tybel. Again, not 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 a lot of exciting names. Yeah. Not a lot of exciting names. Houston, we already talked yeah. about. They're trying to break up a home here, man. That's what that's what that's what Raphael Stone's trying to do. To <laughs> no, that's crazy. They're trying to break up a home. He's throwing stones right now, man. Hey, um, man. What happened to the, what happened to? And and yeah, finally anyway. and finally the Spurs, um, you know, secretly have thirty four million in cap room. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> could could do the funniest <laughs> thing ever. How about a balloon deal for Yaka Pertle, man? No, man. No yo, more balloon deals. Yo, yo. Why are you just trying to destroy the Raptors on these stupid balloon deals? Yo, how deals, about one man? year, $34 million for Yaka Pertle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's, let's wave a couple guys, you know, maybe get it to 40. No, man. One Grant year, Williams, step 40? in. Help. Police, <laughs> yo, help. Grant Williams, help. not stepping Police. in. This man literally got stepped on by Joel Embiid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I will step on you, Grant, if you don't stop this from happening, man. These are not... Uh, that's not how money is... Bobby Marks <sighs> mentioned uh, San Antonio as a dark horse Dame team should he become available. Because, I mean, it does make sense. Yeah, like They I, have, I like they have yeah. young guys that they can trade. I mean, Dame and, and, and Wembayama, that would meet Dame's criteria of not wanting to join a loaded team. I love how picky Dame is, too. Mm. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I yeah. don't want to join a team that's already established with stars. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> this okay, is how yeah. it works. Like, just tell Chris Haynes to tell us exactly what you want <sighs> one time and just let that be. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, man. Dame was so cool when he was telling Paul George he was running away from the grind and everything, and now, I don't know. I've just been grinded down by this Dame stuff the last couple of years. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's the free agency that's primer. It. Unfortunately, we run out of time for uh, the basketball reference team. Oh, thank I you. Got, I want to give you some sick ones, but listen, oh, we'll you. do another. We'll probably do another free agency recap tomorrow. So free agency begins at six p.m. Mm. So we'll be around to to look out for it. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you're doing late Friday night, Alex, but uh, I'll be uh, I'll be refreshing my uh, my timeline okay. as well, yeah. checking my Jay Crowder wallpaper. So so if you if you a sickle like me, then we'll probably circle back with the pod then. But for now, this is what it looks like at the edge of free agency. Uh, thanks everyone for listening and please continue to rate, review, subscribe and uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow to recap what happens at the end of day one.